It is good to be with you this morning. And our scripture this morning comes from Luke chapter 1, starting at verse 67. You hear the word of the Lord. His father, Zechariah, this is John's father, Zechariah, was filled with the Holy Spirit and prophesied. Praise be to the Lord, the God of Israel, because he has come to his people and redeemed them. He has raised up a horn of salvation for us in the house of, your, of his servant David, as he said through his holy prophets of long ago, salvation from our enemies and from the hand of all who hate us, to show mercy to our ancestors and to remember his holy covenant, the oath he swore to our father Abraham to rescue us from the hand of our enemies and to enable us to serve him without fear in holiness and righteousness before him all our days. And you, my child, will be called a prophet of the Most High, for you will go on before the Lord to prepare the way for him, to give his people the knowledge of salvation through the forgiveness of their sins because of the tender mercy of our God, by which the rising sun will come to us from heaven to shine on those living in darkness and in the shadow of death, to guide our feet into the path of peace. And the child grew and became strong in spirit, and he lived in the wilderness until he appeared publicly to Israel. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Will you pray with me? Most holy and gracious Lord, we thank you for this word and this opportunity to be together, to, to hear and understand. We pray, though, that you would pour out your Holy Spirit in a way that our hearts would be open to receive it, and that we would know beyond a shadow of a doubt that when we leave this place, we have been in your presence. So, Holy Lord, will you now take these words of mine, turning them from water into wine? Because, God, we know you will take the simple things in this world and you will do miracles with them. So do that even now, here in our midst this day. In Jesus' name, amen. So I wonder, have you ever noticed that while we sing lots of great peppy kind of Christmas songs and we love to sing them during Advent, getting ready for Christmas. Have you noticed that there's a couple of them, though, that just kind of like are, I don't know, you might even say downers. They're just kind of like, oh, like, I don't know, just kind of blah. Until you get to the chorus, <laughs> right? Like, oh, come, oh, come. And then you get to the chorus, rejoice, rejoice. Have you ever wondered, like, why do we do that? Why are we, like, all full of excitement? Because it's, it's Advent. Christmas is coming. But, you know, Advent is really supposed to be just like Lent. Like Lent, you know, when we, it's a time of preparation, but we're, like, supposed to be mindful and preparing our hearts and being repentant. And that's actually what Advent is supposed to be, too. But we let culture kind of dictate these things. And so instead of waiting until Christmas to begin celebrating, we want it now. We're going to celebrate as long as we possibly can. But Advent itself is also supposed to be a time where we're mindful and, and thinking through, being repentant, being thoughtful of how God is 
preparing us and calling us and leading us to a time of celebration, recognizing that it's not here yet, but it's coming. It's coming. So that's how some of those songs kind of draw us in. And yet they have such powerful words because they remind us and and even help to draw us into the presence of God, not the God that like just is always happy and makes us feel good all the time, but the one that says, I am God of the universe. I am God who created everything. And we can come with awe and, and reverence and a mindfulness of just how vast and great our God truly is. And then we get to come to stories and, and pieces of scripture that are familiar around this time of year, right? We're excited for baby Jesus to be born in the manger and the, to tell all that story. But there are those, those calls and those cries of fulfilled prophecy, ones that we might not you know, think of every time we think of Christmas. It's not something we think of during Advent necessarily. And, and that's, I just love that we get to sit with Zechariah a little bit today. Because Zechariah has a really important word to share. Zechariah, his name actually means God has remembered. Zechariah is a priest in the line of Aaron. And, and as we hear this story about Zechariah receiving a message from the angel Gabriel, we also see how his wife Elizabeth is tied in there. She's a vital piece. Elizabeth, her, me, her name means covenant of God. Covenant of God. And both of them have their family lines through the line of Aaron, so this priestly line. They are on in years, we might say, right? They're not spring chickens. They've got a few years on them. And they have never had children but they are said to be blameless in the sight of God. That's where we meet them. So Zechariah and his, his family group, they're, um, they're at the temple. They're to be preparing and working there at the temple for this season because they would rotate through. And as it happens, they would, um, they would kind of draw lots to see who would be the, the priest to go into the Holy of Holies to light the incense, to say the prayers, to come back out to the people. And it wasn't something that was common. It's not like Pastor Allen and I who were like, you know, taking turns preaching or something. This was something that happened maybe once in your lifetime. So here, Zechariah has been, has been chosen that he would be the one to go and, and burn the incense and say the prayer before coming back out to the people. So, so all the people have gathered they're all there to worship. Zechariah goes into the Holy of Holies. He starts doing all the things that he had been trained to do. And while he's in the midst of, uh, of burning this incense, all of a sudden the angel Gabriel appears to him. And the angel says, don't be afraid. Right? He says, don't, don't be afraid, Zechariah. Your prayer has been heard. Your wife, Elizabeth, will bear a son. You are to call him John. He will be a joy and a delight to you. And many will rejoice because of his birth, for he will be great in the sight of the Lord. Now, did I mention that he was on in years? So how many of us, upon hearing that news, um, 
would be overjoyed. Might not have a few questions, especially those of us maybe in our 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s. Um, we might have a few questions if all of a sudden we were told that our wife was about to have a baby. And so he said, how is this possible? And instead of the angel going, well, that's a perfectly normal question at your age. The angel says, well, because you have doubted, you will not be able to speak for the next nine months. Come on. I had some questions. They were valid questions. The people are going, what is going on in there? He's taking an awfully long time. This is taking much longer than any other priest would normally take. He finally comes out, but he can't tell them what just happened. So he's gesturing and trying to, trying to communicate what, what he had just experienced. And they knew he had to have seen a vision. He had to have received some message from God. Friends, um, there was only one person that day. There was only one person that day who received a message from God. One person who witnessed the angel. But all of the people that day knew that God was doing something. No, not all of our prayers are answered all the time. But God was using Zechariah. It's interesting that, that part of um, the actual literal translation where it says that, that your, where, where Angel Gabriel said, your prayer has been heard, it, it actually could, can be translated, the one you stopped praying. How about that? You know that prayer that you prayed in your 20s and 30s that now in your 80s you kind of stopped praying? <laughs> the Lord heard your prayer and he's about to use you in a powerful way because our God is able. Our God is able even when it's not happening directly to us. We might not be the one person that experienced that revelation from the Lord. And yet, and yet we can see God's goodness in the witness and the testimony of others. And, and so even if it means that we're not the one who got to witness it ourselves, we cannot deny the goodness of God. So months pass, right? Elizabeth is indeed pregnant. Mary then has her own visit with the angel Gabriel, and now she comes to visit Elizabeth. And then it's time for Elizabeth to give birth. She gives birth. Eight days later, according to their tradition, is the time that they would name the child. And so they ask, what will you name this child? Because Zechariah is still not able to speak. She says, John. And they said, what? No one in your family's name is John. How do you get John? Where did that come from? And then Zechariah motioned for something to write on. And he wrote John. His name is John. And as soon as he wrote it, his mouth was opened. 
and his, his mouth was open because he was faithful in doing what the angel said, calling him John, knowing that this, this was a holy child. He then prophesied. The words that first came from the man's mouth who had not been able to speak in nine months were praise to our God, praise to the Lord for what he had done, for how he was faithful, how he was redeeming his people, how he was raising up a horn of salvation, how he was fulfilling the words of all of the prophets of long ago, uh, of long ago. I mean, come on, it's long ago now. <laughs> It was long ago for him of the salvation that was theirs. He talked about how his child then would lead the way for the one who was coming for the salvation of us all. And then there's just these beautiful little things all tied up in what in his prophecy. Do you remember I told you that Zechariah's name means God remembered? Elizabeth's name, meaning his God's covenant, covenant of God. The name John, it means he has shown us mercy. It means God's gracious gift. And as John is prophesying, as he is praising God, he is saying, he says, now God has shown us mercy, promised to our ancestors. He has remembered his holy covenant because God's going to use whatever God wants to be able to use to be able to show us that he remembers his covenant and his graciousness towards us. But not just that, because John, being the fulfillment of that prophecy, as he, as he begins, as Zechariah continues that, that prophecy and, and speaks over his child, how John would be the one who is being called a prophet of the Most High, how, how John will be the one who will go before the Lord to prepare a way for him to give his people the knowledge of salvation through the forgiveness of sins. Then he says it is because of John. It's because of the tender mercies of God by which the rising sun our day spring, our light of light, our prince of peace will come from heaven to shine on those living in darkness in the shadow of death to find our feet in the path of peace. That rising sun, that day spring is Jesus Christ. So where will we find ourselves, John, leading us on that path of peace, allowing us to be pointed to Jesus Christ, the one light of light that will shine in the darkness? That one Prince of Peace who says, you may not be the one who received that vision, but you have seen how God is good. You have been witness to it. Not everyone saw what Zechariah saw, but they knew that God was good. Not everyone would bear witness to, to, the, to the ministry of John, but the ones who did were being prepared, prepared in that time to be able to, to know the salvation that would come, 
through Jesus Christ. One light, one flame can pierce the darkness. That one, that one light of light can pierce all of our darkness. And when we are faithfully living, living as children of light, living as children of God, then, then it's all of us who are bearing witness. Then, then it is all of us who bring forth that light, that peace, that hope, and that cannot be extinguished. So we do rejoice, even in a season of Advent, even in a time of preparation, we do rejoice because our God, our light of light, our Prince of Peace has made way. And so even as we wait, we will rejoice.